up, pals? Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 112 of Super Nerd Pals. I'm your host today, Andy Carasquillo. I'm Chris Sampson. I'm Ryan Marlowe. Stan Gadurski. What up, guys? Doing good, and you? The the pals are back in town again. Woo! We got ripped away for one episode, but we're back. It's good to have everyone back. Yes. Oh, yeah. So we're all very awake, clearly. <laughs> it's not even that early. <laughs> it's not even that early anymore. We have no excuse, guys. Stan, you gonna talk? <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have a special guest today. I'm, we I'm, have Evie. I'm corralling my my puppy. Anyway, I guess we'll jump right into news. <laughs> yeah, the news, the news flash, the news bus, news bus pulling in the the mini bus. All right, so I guess I'll start the news bus with uh, it got leaked that um, Overwatch, some Overwatch Watch 2017. The new Overwatch event is going to be a year anniversary event, and there's going to be a new loot box, and it is said that every character is supposed to have a new skin. I think this event is supposed to start next week, or the week after that. It's one of the two. There hasn't really been, like, official news on it, but it's just been, like, leaked. There is a, a data mining recursion happening on the xbox store yeah so there's a game in a year edition set for release on the 23rd uh, a bunch of new loot boxes um they're fairly confident that symmetra will finally get a legendary skin and they also may debut a new mode i hope it's a pv another pve mode um because uprising was awesome uprising was so good even though it was kind of the same as junkenstein's revenge Except you could actually like move around the map. Mm-hmm. What what's even in a game of the year edition of this? Like, wow. What would they add that's different? Like, you basically get everything. You get just... everything for free. That's what I didn't understand on what they would do for a game of the year edition. It it also offers ten free loot boxes as well as new cosmetic bonuses so i guess like exclusive game of the year costumes like the same thing with the origins edition well that should probably come for free for everyone who's had the game for over a year at this point right like all the people who adopted it when it first came out you know we should probably get that for free well i mean this is a leak so or or data mining so not i I would assume not all the details uh were part of that so i mean that that could be possible because i think i think uh blizzard in general is pretty it takes care of its fan base pretty well so i wouldn't be surprised if people who had it since for the past year would get like an automatic free update so just gotta wait until the official announcement well i can cover the next piece of news uh so i got really excited about this this was announced like two or three days ago the creative geniuses behind uh, awesome narrative-based rhythm games, Parappa the Rappa and Gitado Man, they are teaming up for a brand new project called Project Rap Rabbit. So you got Masaya Matsura, who worked on Parappa the Rappa, and you got Kiechi Yano, who worked on Gitado Man and Elite B Agents. So these two are top-tier pedigree 
rhythm game masters and the fact that they're teaming up for a brand new rhythm game. I'm so excited. They had a teaser trailer. It didn't really show you a lot of, of, of what the mechanics would be, but judging from the trailer, it's supposed to set in like an alternate historical Japan with anthropomorphic characters. So you got this rabbit and this giant toad. Um, I love it. it. I love the art style. It looks really awesome. So I can't wait for this. Yeah, I hope they put Chop Chop Master Onion in there somewhere. Hell yeah! Like, I know it's supposed to be Feudal Japan? Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can plop him in there as like a samurai or like a ninja or like an ancestor of Chop Chop Master Onion. He just like, he's he's like in every like Parappa and um, Jammer Lammy, so he should be in Rap Rabbit. I feel like they'll find a way to incorporate him, no matter what. I just feel like if it's been an ongoing thing for that long, they'll figure it out. Well, there definitely needs to be a song where he's where Rap Rabbit's learning to drive a car, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I mean that could definitely happen because in the teaser you have, I guess, this psychic character. I I can't tell if it's another frog, I think, or maybe it's some sort of lizard, but he or she is riding a one-wheeled motorcycle, and then in the background, there's quadcopter drones and a flying saucer, so um, I'm getting, like, a very Shinichiro Watanabe feel of clashing genres that are that mix really well for some reason. Step on the gas and turn to the right. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Maybe Stan should do everything. Other than that, um, there's no other like release or information about release dates or anything. But um, so the creators just said just follow their social media and stay tuned for details. Woo. Stan, you want to cover this piece of news since you broke it on the Facebook group? Not really. No, <laughs> no, no. I don't like. I don't. I feel like this is well covered. Deadpool's not my favorite. I think Ryan should be the one to break it on the show. I'll be really honest, I saw it and was just kind of like, eh. Because I love Deadpool, but I was like, eh. Okay, so the thing I went eh about is they are apparently making an animated Deadpool series with Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, aka Troy, if you watch Community, or watched, it's not on anymore. And i have be really honest with you, I love Deadpool, but this did not excite me as much as I expected it to. Why not? Because you, for me, there is no way you can top what the movie did. Because that is Deadpool for me. Not the six current ongoing comic books starring Deadpool, Ryan? Are those <laughs> not know, Deadpool enough for you? Stanley, you don't even like Deadpool. Not Back off. <laughs> 2018 movie planning to come out, right? Yeah, wait a minute. Deadpool 2. That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Talking yeah, about okay, whatever. Oh yeah, <laughs> not, not every every piece of Deadpool content talk, that is not you, okay. All not right, the fifteen thousand right. cosplayers at every con dressing up as Deadpool. Is that not Deadpool See, enough Chris, for you? This is why I didn't want to open my mouth. Look, motherfuckers. What I'm saying is, take everything that they've done so far, 
And if it's going to be a quote-unquote kid-friendly animated series, it's going to suck. I don't think it will be because it's on... Hold on, right, 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 right. Pause. Did you see what channel it was going to be on? No! It's going to be on channel FXX. Oh, thank Jesus, Lord. Is it not fucking censored at all? Did you really think they were going to make a kid-friendly Deadpool? I don't know. I saw Donald Glover and I was like, oh. Of course, because he's very very kid-friendly. Gambino is not kid-friendly. I have no idea. The only thing I've seen him in is Community. I just, I'm not excited for a fucking Deadpool animated series. I'm sorry. I, I feel like, I feel like once this shit comes out, you'll be hooked. Eh, we'll see. We'll see. I like Archer, I'm, don't get me wrong. That's a that's a fucking bet. funny animated series. Not... You're right, how about Deadpool the Duck, where Deadpool and Howard the Duck uh, fuse oh, for a issue? How about Deadpool versus Gambit? How about Deadpool how about versus Deadpool? the Punisher? How about Deadpool okay, versus I Carnage? How about Deadpool versus Hawkeye? How about Deadpool versus... How about Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe? How about Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe again? Which is actually a thing that's gonna happen. How about Deadpool and the Mercs for Money? How about just Deadpool? Any of those... <laughs> Striking your interest, Ryan? How about Deadpool part of the Uncanny Avengers? How about Deadpool original graphic novel being written by Rob Liefeld again? I will come over there and kill you with my bare hands. How about Gwenpool, Ryan? What's your take on Gwenpool? There's a Gwenpool? What's what's your hot take on the Gwenpool? Wait, wait, turn out. There's a Gwenpool? Is that like a real thing? Is that like a real thing? It's a real thing. It's a real thing. Okay, well, fuck wasn't. all of you. Gwenpool is a character ah! that dresses remarkably similar to Deadpool, but is wearing pink and white. Um, has no pants on. Um, her yeah, real no name. Pants great pants. Her real name. Can you guess what her real name is, Ryan? Her face. What? I said your face. No, it's uh, Gwenpool. Gwen P O O L E is her real name. She dresses up as Gwenpool. She comes from the real world and has somehow ended up in a comic book. And so she has knowledge of everybody's secret identities, et cetera, et cetera, because she's read all the comic books. And she is lol so random, like Deadpool, your favorite. Holy crap. This is a real thing. Yes. How did I not know about this? <laughs> That's what happens when Marvel doesn't have an original idea. Hey, Gwen Stacy's real hot right now. Hey, Deadpool's real hot right now. Let me just make a Gwenpool. Just slap her on all the covers and... Oh, Lord. Yeah, she's really not wearing any pants. Yeah. What the fuck? Is that Gwenpool and Doctor Strange? What the fuck is this? Doctor Strange. Is that Ryan, right? No, that's right. Ryan, has your mind been freaked? Yes! Okay. Thank you, fuckers. <laughs> uh, well, this might I'm be done. a good... I'm tapped out. I'm done. <laughs> call me Call me when you need to talk about American Gods. I've officially tapped the fuck out. Oh, God. Guys, you broke. You broke me. You broke me, me, you assholes. You broke me. Fuck all the way off. <laughs> but this, this might be a good segue because um, FFX, uh, they're driven to expand their superhero slate based off the success of Legion, uh, which which is a good jumping-off point for some other X-Men mutant-related properties that are coming out. So, 
Fox is trying to get on the train with a brand new TV show. Uh, the trailer came out last week. It's called The Gifted. This is directly from Fox and X-Men director Brian Singer. And it follows a family... Or, oh, I'm sorry. The show is called The Gifted. And it follows uh, a family and their two gifted teenagers. And they're on the run from the government because they're obviously mutants. And I, I'm guessing... I'm not sure if this is a alternate dystopian future. But... These these mutants are on the run, and they gotta overcome it and survive. And it looks pretty good. Sounds sounds like the start of every single mutant's life in portrayed by X Men. Yeah, just being a mutant really sucks. Sounds like the B plot in Logan. It does, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I I love X Men. I will you know I will consume any property. So I'll, I'll give it a try and sell and uh, we'll see how it goes. But at the moment, there is no premiere date announced yet. The trailer just, or actually it's not even a trailer, it's a teaser. It was released uh, several days ago. Um, so it's like, that, that was the first news we heard about it. Um, it's being helmed by Matt Nix. He's all, he's been working on, oh, he's the executive producer. He's been on shows such as Burn Notice and Complications. And Burn Notice is really good. So I have high hopes for this show. Um, in terms of movies, Fox. It better be, it better be better than Wolverine Origins. Yeah. I feel I like think, everything that's come out since then is better than fucking Wolverine Origins. Yeah. I mean, if you want to really, like, at this point, if you want to really break it down, there's only been like two bad X-Men movies. It's Origins and Last Stand. Everything else has been like pretty good to like, alright. I, but I I feel like The Last Stand was at least bearable. X-Men Origins I was mean, not. They fucking, they did the same thing that Spider-Man did and they murdered everyone. Yeah, and then you know, well, I mean this reflects the same in comics but, you know, X-Men continuity is very complicated and you know, that set up a whole bunch of questions. Like, his, how does Professor X survive after being exploded into a thousand pieces by Jean Grey? And, uh, I don't he know. went inside the brain of a, of a dude who's, like, on his deathbed, don't you remember? And he's like, hey, I'm the X-Man. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> the, one that, the one that I want to see, why, how the fuck that happened, was when they are playing chess, and they are like, oh, we ain't got no powers. And Magdina was like, ah! Move the chess piece, <laughs> sucker. And then fast forward to Days of Future Past, where he has all his powers back. And I still haven't seen that. Really? Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was, really I thought it was pretty good. I got forty-five really, minutes. I enjoyed in that. And fell asleep. Watch the road cut if you want to sit there for four hours and see all that. I loved First Class. I saw that shit like eleven times really in theaters. I loved First Class so much, but. When I maybe it was because it was like three in the morning when I tried to start watching Days of Future Past. That but, is not the ideal time to watch an X Men. No, and I had been watching. I had been watching movies all night long, and I was like ready to go. But forty five minutes into this, I just I was out cold. We'll give it a try. I mean, uh, Peter Dinklage is in it as Bolivar Trask. He's awesome. Still haven't seen Apocalypse either. Po- uh, Days of Future Past is <laughs> a lot better than Apocalypse. Uh, ap- Apocalypse, it was. It tried, and I love like Poe Dameron as Apocalypse. Oscar Isaac? Yeah. Mm. 
Wait, he was Apocalypse? Yeah, he was Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's some good makeup. They should have won an Oscar. I know. (laughs) I know. Still would have been like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Hell yeah. Could someone make that into a meme? Stan Space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just make that into a meme. Screen capture, Photoshop. The the X-Men timeline in the movies is not that complicated, honestly. It's may, it might be complicated if you're like a casual movie person watching the movies, but like if you read the comic books, it's really like not that convoluted. You go chronologically, it's like first class, then apocalypse, and then in between those two is Days of Future Past. But like skipping over that, there's X in one, two, three. So is that the order in which everyone should watch it? I you can watch it whatever the fucking order you want. You watch it out of order. Watch two first and then go back. It doesn't matter. Um, watch it in the order that it came out like everyone else had to yeah I think before before first class's origins Wolverine I feel like maybe or no yeah yeah I think before yeah no wasn't Wolverine in Vietnam so that has to be after (laughs) trust me it's not that complicated the Wolverine the Wolverine movie, right? And Logan, I think, happened at the same exact time in just different timelines. Wait, no, like no, wait. The Wolverine where he goes to Japan? Yeah, I think that no. happens in, in, in the broken timeline, and Logan happens in the in the fixed timeline. I thought the Wolverine and Logan happened in the same timeline. No, because the Wolverine happened before Days of Future Past when they went back and they rewrote the, the timeline. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's like I feel like they and take place. Wolverine losing his. Uh, he lost his healing factor or whatever. Yeah, he lost his healing factor. Already. So time, so timeline one, everything is fucked up. Logan goes to Japan, right? Mm-hmm. I remember that. And then men fights the bullshit Silver Samurai. Yeah, and then and then later in the future, this is when all the mutants are still alive. Because then later in the future, they do Days of Future Past, and they change the past during the first class timeline, right? They change things, and so we go to the alternate timeline where Last Stand never happened. Everything is fine, even better than it was in the previous timeline until Professor X got his like brain thing and then killed everybody. Did they hint at that in Future Past? No, no. no. Uh, this was happening in, Lo- in Logan, they- and it didn't. No, I remember in Logan, they didn't show it though, which I remember us commenting on the fact that was a lot. Better. Anyway, this is not an official. Like, this is not, like, the X-Men Historia or anything. But. <laughs> oh, no, no, Stan, you just laid it down for everybody. Is, you just told everyone this is my, this is my, you're wrong. It's my headcanon, so follow it if you <laughs> oh, want. Oh, okay. Well, uh, two things. One, um, if if anyone is very, still confused about X-Men continuity, I would highly recommend this podcast called Jan Miles Explain the X-Men. A fantastic podcasts where they go through the entire x-men continuity in the movies and they break it down for you in a nice hour um so it's a it's a really good crash course into what happens and what order should read it and what you should read because they collate the best um and swinging back to the original hook fox is creating a new movie this wasn't surprising i think it's finally time they got around to this they're creating a new mutants movie Josh Boone is the lead on it, and they announced their first two members of the team. So Maisie Williams of Game of Thrones fame, she will play Rain Sinclair, a Scottish mutant also known as Wolfsbane. 
and um, Anya Taylor Joy uh, has been cast <gasps> as the Il- witch. Uh, I- yeah, that's her. Yeah, she was in Split, and she was in The Witch. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She's gonna be Ilyana Rasputina, so she's gonna be Magic. Oh, magic? Which I- yeah, it's like yes. You just sold magic. me on this New Mutants movie. Hell yeah. But, oh my gosh, I, I just, again, I wish that, you know, Fox and Marvel Studios can bridge the divide, because I want, the ma- the magic I want is the one that got taught by Doctor Strange, and now she can use arcane magic and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but the, obviously, this is not that magic, this one... Uh, she's able to teleport herself and through space and time using teleportation discs. Oh, okay, well, okay, there's a little bit of, like, the Doctor Strange stuff in here. So, here, her power is required to use a dark realm known as Limbo as, like, a transit point. So, I don't quite remember if that's the same subspace that Nightcrawler bamps through, but it sounds very familiar. Oh, 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 okay. Apparently, she does have sorcery powers, so she does. She's going to be wielding the Soul Sword in this movie. So, are we talking about X Men or anime? No, no, no. X Men is anime, Ryan. Because the fucking Soul Sword is housing. X Men has been anime since the sixties. I mean, in X Men continuity, she gets she gets taken on the wing of Doctor Strange, and now she can summon. Like a weapon from her, a literal weapon from her soul. And I'm a, I'm a awesome. little mad that there's no like Doctor Strange and Magic like like duo book, you know, mm. like we're like 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 a how to like a DIY. No, like they're Doctor they're Strange team they're book. teaming up. They're like a, the partner book, Doctor Strange and Magic, like going on adventures and like eating at cafes or whatever the fuck they do. Well, yeah, because they're too busy putting out more Deadpool. <laughs> Way too busy. All right, I, wait. All right, Andy. I got it. Listen, I, I thought about it. This is the... Listen, me and Stan have been shitting on how many X-Men books there are since this podcast started. There's a lot. I'm well aware. But I... There's too many. I got the... Pre- <laughs> I got the... Pre- I thought about it just now. I got the premiere lean, perfect order to watch the X-Men movies in. The only X-Men movies you need to watch and which order you need to watch them in. All right? You got it? You ready? Alright, lay it on us. X-Men First Class. You watch that first. Then you go to X-Men 1. And you watch that. And you watch X-Men 2. Right? After you've seen those three, you watch Days of Future Past. Because you watch new... You watch First Class, you're like, oh, who's these friends? These new friends. <laughs> and then you go and you watch the X-Men that you're probably most familiar with for two movies. Like, oh, we're skipping ahead so far. Right? Then you watch Days of Future Past. It ties in both of them. And you're like, oh, shit. It's crazy. Right, because you go from X Men Two where everything's fine to the far in the future when everything's not fine, and they tie it back to the first class movie. After you see that, you watch Logan because the timeline is fixed at the end of Days of Future Past. You go far into the future beyond that, where shit goes to hell, and Logan happens, and then you're done. That's it. Four movies, and you're done. Sorry, five movies. Yeah, five movies. You're done. Perfect X Men timeline. That's all you. Need. You don't watch anything else. You don't watch Wolverine. You don't watch Origins. You gotta watch three. You gotta watch Apocalypse. No, that's the X Men saga on on film. You're welcome. <laughs> it makes me curious where in the timeline New Mutants falls in. I, I guess it's probably the Deadpool hope. part. Uh, Deadpool, get- Deadpool takes place immediately after Days of Future Past. Hmm. 
So like, so like, when everything's fine, and the X Mansion is there, I would say New Mutants takes place sometime after Days of Future Past. I mean, because I mean, for those who are not familiar, it, it might take place like right after Deadpool or Days of Future Past. Yeah, because there's there's that whole gap between Days of Future Past and Logan. So there's like this whole timeline where everything is fine. Yeah, and uh, for those who are not familiar with New Mutants, uh, it's basically a secondary uh, X-Men, or not, they're not official X-Men, but they're mutant superheroes in training. Uh, a secondary team set up by Charles Xavier. Um, so, there's like, two, they, were, they were originally created by Chris Claremont and Bob McCloud. There's like two main, or actually, I'm sorry, there's three main New Mutant series and the original one uh, you had Cannonball, Karma, Mirage, Sunspot, and Wolfsbane. But it seems this, well, at least with the inclusion of Magic, uh, it's a mix of the first two teams. Um, and in the, the, in the end of the article, they're teasing that this lineup will be uh, Wolfsbane, Magic, uh, Daniel Moonstar, Sunspot, and Cannonball. Uh, and Warlock. So yeah, this is a mix of like the first and second teams. Uh, which I think is a pretty happy compromise. The movie is set for a release on April 13th, 2018. And this will be the first of the three, oh, the first of three X-Men films that are all coming out in 2018. So you got New Mutants and then Deadpool 2 on June 1st. And I didn't know this, but there's a Dark Phoenix movie coming out on November 2nd, um, which I don't think it's yeah i've heard it's, it's, what's her face? it's the sequel to apocalypse yeah. yeah yeah is what's her face that played jean gray in apocalypse going to be phoenix is that yeah yes yeah. yeah. yeah, so, so, uh, why do you sound unhappy about that stan because know. jean gray does not become phoenix that early in her life well i mean oh yeah that's it I mean, I thought you were gonna be. I just don't. Like, I, I just because they built up Phoenix in fucking original X Men, and, and I know they, they fucked really up, fucked that up. Then, that I know. And then they did Phoenix as a cop out because how the fuck else would you beat Apocalypse? And they they done goofed, and then they were like, "All right, fuck it, we're gonna do Phoenix," and then Phoenix beats Apocalypse, and yeah, yeah I kind of like a cop out. I think it's too soon to, yeah. I think it's too soon to to do. Well, I quote unquote too soon. I mean, X Men Three came out what like two thousand five, six. I, I just don't. I just don't want another Dark Phoenix story. Um, I mean, I think it's been already done. Um, I and mean, it was done poorly in the past. But I, I mean, X Men continuity. There's just so much. In that playground to play with. I mean, I'm, I'm so I'm glad they're really doing New Mutants. Um, I wish they would do like X Force. Um, I mean, I mean I, good for them. They have the money to spend on potentially shitty movies. Like, I mean, Fox Fox has their cash cow. They're never gonna, they're never gonna <laughs> let it go. I mean, so. the, the the main problem with the X Men movies is that they never have time to be X Men. There's always like something that's like ruining like their shit, and they don't get they don't get the opportunity to be in the school and then go out and like do some team shit because something's always happening. First class, they they brought they were brought together. Um, Days of Future Past had like Wolverine like mucking up shit, then they had like um, Apocalypse where you know they had the four horsemen and like 
that wasn't normal. That's not like a normal X-Men thing going on. Dark Phoenix. Phoenix is going to like split the fucking X-Men and they're going to have to fight their own. Then you have X-Men 1 where they like formed again for the first time. And then X-Men 2 where they had to team up with the Brotherhood of Mutants. And that wasn't, that's not normal either. And then you have Last Stand, which is also Phoenix and there. Everything was fucked up there also. And then you have the Wolverine movies. So they never, there's never been a real ass like team X-Men movie where they were just a team and they're like fighting something like fuck it, like Sentinels, like some normal shit, where it's just like, okay, team, like, they didn't, they don't have, like, a Guardians of Galaxy-esque movie, where it's like, oh, these, these guys are teaming up, and it's all wacky and fun, and they're fighting somebody, it's always, like, some apocalyptic shit. I, I, I feel like if Fox wants to jump on the cosmic level, a cosmic-centric train, what they have to do is the Star Jammers, so it's basically, um, what's his name, oh, god, Cyclops, Scott Summers, his dad is basically a space pirate, and and um, I just want and just 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 do that. X Men, yeah, just make Guardians of the Galaxy two, but yeah. with X Men, yeah, <laughs> <He> did that, <coughs> but that with X Men, Star Jammers. <laughs> oh, get out of here! I really want. I'm really looking forward to the New Mutants movie. Not so much Dark Phoenix. Um, I guess some other storylines they could do. I mean, actually, I, the, before. Before we found out in Logan what happened, um, I thought like the the main cataclysmic thing that killed all the X Men is one either you know well I mean either stick back to the comics where Logan actually killed everyone, or two onslaught like just like Xavier going out of control and then like or some variant of the onslaught uh, villain comes out and kills everyone. Um, Alright, if you're gonna hint at Onslaught, at least fucking show me, like, a silhouette of him tease that he's gonna be in a movie somewhere. Mm. No, because that would be the intelligence. And if it's Onslaught, where the hell is Ryu? And yeah. Mega Man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we need the NBC universe to come into movie four. All we have to, all we have to do is raise... I don't know, a trillion dollars and buy all the rights from between Marvel right, Fox and, and Capcom. Kickstarter? <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta wait for Disney to buy everything, because they will eventually. Once, once Disney buys Fox, it's over. We're done. We got everything. Disney just needs to buy Capcom. Capcom uh, Cinematic yeah. Universe? Well, yeah, because then they could do Marvel versus. Yeah, well, see, what, what you do is you you start with the Street Fighter movie, right? You reboot the yeah. Street Fighter series, right? You do that, then then you go over oh, here no. and you make the Mega Man X film, right? You do that, <laughs> right? After that, what? you do you bring it back, right? You bring it back to the past. You do Castlevania, right? This is this is like actually no Castlevania's Konami. What am I saying? I'm thinking of um Captain N. Like they're doing a Captain yeah. N. <laughs> Captain N's the Avengers, where they get all we all get together like in ten years. Do that so movie. Stan, are all the Resident Evil uh, Resident Evil movies canon, or are we yeah? So Resident Evil too? happens at the present, right? But then you have Street Fighter happening at the same time. They're happening concurrently, right? So they they have some crossover there, like maybe like you see like Jill like watching the Street Fighter and the stands. You're like, oh shit! Like there she is. And then at the end of the at the end of Street Fighter, right? This is what happens. Street Fighter ends, right? You see M Bison like sitting in his palace, and it's like crumbling, and he's like, oh shit! Like everything is going to hell. And then then who walks through the front door but Wesker? And he's like, I got. I got a deal for you, and then it's like dun 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 dun, and it's like Ryu will appear in Capcom the movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then, oh, also another post-credit scene. Uh, you know, Dante just shows up, and, 
<laughs> and him, him, like, no, Ryu and Ken are going to the bar, and then Dante walks in, and he, and he just starts staring at the bar. With, even with even better, I think, like, you, you, you introduce Dante in the Resident Evil movie, right? Because the Resident Evil movie ends, and they're all flying away, and the helicopter of the mansion explodes, right? But then something comes and attacks the helicopter as they're reaching the sunset, and all of a sudden, it's like this big demon. It's like, what the fuck's going on? All of a sudden, you see Dante pop out of nowhere on a motorcycle, <laughs> flying through the air, like, I'm Dante, and he just, like, hits the dude, and the helicopter, like, goes away, and it's like, oh, shit, what's going on? We better watch the next movie to see what happens yeah. here. And there's, there's a flash forward where, uh, Ken Ryu and Dante, they're they're in the police headquarters, and it's just like the defenders. They're being they're being wrestled, they're being grilled. Who walks in? But but Phoenix Wright, Phoenix Ace Attorney. Wright. Don't <laughs> say, objection. Don't say anything. I'm your lawyer. And then you, you do. You, it's like um, they could do like Star Wars, where they have like an off movie every other year. So so the end the the Capcom anthology movie would be like Cannon Spike, and you get like Charlie and Guile and Cammy. They have their own movie on the side, and then and then you do like a, uh, like a Resident Evil Revelations movie one year, and it's like yeah, there you go. Remember yes. <laughs> uh, that time we went way off topic? Every episode, yeah, yeah, uh, episode. Co- copyright S and P twenty seventeen. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. Cap cinematic universe. Too good. Uh, all right, so that, that was X Men. That's our X Men versus Street Fighter topic. Oh, so good, so good. How do we stretch a new segment that should have been fifteen minutes to forty-five? Hey, this is S and P, baby. Because you had us talking Pantanet. about X Men. That's that's your problem. You can't do that. Okay, so. <laughs> Wait, okay, alright. I know we have to get into everything. I, I have a quick mini-topic that I wanted to bring up, because I don't think anyone else here has heard of it, but I've been playing it for a few days now. Has anybody heard of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds? Yes, yes. Okay. Dude, it's so no. good. Chris, uh, have you been playing it? Yeah, I have it. We, should, right. we, should, we should play together, man. I have it. I bought it. Damn it! Okay, we're gonna play it. We have okay. to play. Yes, yes. Okay, so, uh, Player Unknown... He's a, a very, very well-known modder uh, who created these really cool, like, third-person survival games. First one was, uh, he worked on DayZ, which is a very, very popular op- open-world survival game based off Armor 3. And then he also worked on H1- H1Z1, which is a similar premise but it's uh with zombies so uh he hooked up with a south korean uh video game studio and he took the experiences of the first two game and made the most polished um survival game so this is basically the closest you can get to a battle royale movie but made it to a really awesome video game so you're in uh, well, there's two modes. There's there's a free-for-all, and there's a squad mode. Um, but regardless of either mode, you're dropped in via plane into a five-by-five-mile uh, island. And there's random weapons and loot and gear strewn across the entire map. Uh, so you, you drop in, uh, and then you collect your weapons, collect your gear... And you go out and survive and try to be the last man standing. And similar to the Battle Royale movie, um, the game forces you to move closer to each other, proximity to encourage combat. So what happens, there's like, um, 
was like I guess like dead what's it called dead zones or like or I don't know so they basically they they certain sections of the map um they become hot hot spots where like they start bombing the place and um they also designate certain areas where if you if you're not inside the area the the farther or the longer you're not in that zone the you, you gradually lose health over time so it's basically it forces you to go go into close proximity with other players and to create madness and you got to survive you got to use your wits you got to use your mad skills um it's really fun i think games could take anywhere between like half an hour to an hour when you lose you, you still get, gain like experience and gold and stuff so you can use it to buy and upgrade cosmetic skins and stuff uh, it's really fun really polished uh it's still they're still doing patches and updates and retweaks but it's crazy popular on youtube and twitch and it's a really fun game so you should check it out there's 100 player matches um so the the objective of the game is to be number one so you gotta kill everybody else or survive long enough um everything is randomized so you you can you can even decide when you want to jump out of the plane as it's flying over the island and you can deploy your parachute whenever you want. So it's like basically you're trying to strategize like where you want to land, like how close to the center you want to get to the map, and um, depending on what's in that the basically the, the island's a big abandoned like series of towns where like nobody is living there, and so you you'll drop in and it'd be like searching through homes and like trying to find whatever you can find, whether it's like guns or armor or health or whatever. And you're essentially just trying to like outwit everyone else. So it's, so it'll be like, Oh, I land in this town and these doors are all shut. But like, the thing is, is, you know, people, the thing with the doors is that if the door is open, you know, somebody has been in there. If it's, if it's shut, like you aren't sure. So you, people will go in, they'll open the door, they'll close it behind them. So you think nobody's in the house. There have been times where I've like entered a house and I've heard footsteps above me because somebody's on the second floor of the house. I'm like, oh shit. And yeah, it's, it's really cool. And one of the games that I played, I was, I landed in this town and I was like creating this house and I saw like a buggy cruising down the street somebody was driving this buggy and then I, I went closer to the center of the island and and i saw the buggy parked in a house and i went to the house where i had like a shotgun and i saw the dude like skitter by like it was like a horror movie i like stepped in his house and I, was, I was like oh shit i turned i i shot him right i put him down and, and i took his buggy and i started like cruising it felt like some like mad max shit like post-apocalyptic just like kill this guy take his car and like drive off and i drove to the center of town and of course like i got killed but i was like in the top 10 so that was pretty cool and there's like all these moments that happen and it's like it's um early access game so it's not like complete and like there's like moments where the game will stutter or it'll crash and it's like 30 bucks but it's like a lot of fun and when you win it says winner winner chicken dinner which is, like really, which is really weird, but now you have all these people online saying, I got the chicken dinner, like, posting screen caps of them, like, getting number one, and it's cool. Like, I, I've been watching, not only have I been playing it, but I've been watching, like, Let's Play videos of people, like, doing it, and it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, and there's a lot of people playing it, and you can create your own, you create your own character, you can pick male or female, um, then there's all these, like, clothing options, and then you get loot boxes, because of fucking course you do, it's 2017, and there's, like, all these, like, different clothing options you can get like sunglasses or like suits or whatever and like dress up your character and fuck shit up 
Yep. Uh, and I, awesome. I, if I remember correctly, um, I think there's like variant maps in the world. I think there's like a there's like a desert map. And... Sometimes it'll rain too, so it's like it's dependent. But it's it's really cool. It it just it's the closest you can get right now. I think to playing like a battle royale game, mm. where it's just everyone for themselves. Everyone starts at the same kind of with nothing, and then you just kind of dependent on what you can find like sometimes you'll find like an assault rifle sometimes you'll find a frying pan you know it's like whatever you can get your hands on and then trying to survive after that sometimes you find a comma which is a nice nod to the battle royale property or franchise yeah. um <clears throat> yeah it's really fun and uh more of the story we should all get it and become team snp and do squad mode and, yeah we should and, and it'd be awesome i'm already down for it because it's, it's a lot of fun and so how much is it, and where can we get it? It's 30 Steam. bucks on Steam yeah. for early access. Woo! Hell so. yeah. I'm going to have to use Tom's computer for that, because my computer can't handle anything. Sweet. You need a new I computer will, laptop, will. Ryan. I, I really do. <laughs> if I, the last time I tried to reinstall Steam, it, like, wouldn't move. No, no part of my computer moved or worked or anything like that. I need one. Yeah. And we'll get that new computer so we can we can all link up and become awesome <laughs> and get chicken dinners and be amazing. We need chicken dinners. Chicken dinners. Chicken dinner. That's the it. only thing I really want to talk about this week, besides my X Men and Capcom rant. But clearly, <laughs> how long have you been sitting on that one? A week. I started. I started playing on Monday, so okay. I was like, I gotta really talk about this on the show. All right, all right. But then somebody uh, had to bring up X Men. I am so sorry. <laughs> Uh, all right now i guess we'll move into another topic that uh i'm kind of frustrated about all right let it out the flash Mm. that show's still on god because because we have another speedster villain and and we can't devote a season to captain cold so basically what happened at the end of last season me and my friend were talking and we were like all right so they did they did Reverse Flash. They did Zoom. So as a joke, we were like, what's next? They're going to do Barry from the future? And that's what uh, the fuck they went with. Uh, See, okay, so here's the thing. I stopped watching The Flash because I felt like every season was just ever so slightly different from the first one. So I feel like every season you're going to have this new speedster. I feel like every season you're going to have a future or a parallel somebody who ends up being a baddie, and it gets really fucking boring. So I have not stuck with this show. I'm so behind. Yeah. For that reason. I feel like... Is there... So I'm really not familiar with the Flash universe, but is there really not enough within the universe for this show to pull from that they keep doing this or are they doing it because because they're fucking lazy there's there's a shitload of villains but the thing is that they don't use them that properly they use them as like one off or like one and done or like look at Captain Boomerang they killed him exactly Captain Boomerang is a recurring villain in the Flash Captain Cold is like the Flash's nemesis it's like if also dead yeah, exactly. What? what? Yeah, but didn't they? But didn't they <clears throat> make him stupid. a good guy at one point? Yeah, he was Flash? part of the 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 people from the the tomorrow. The legend. Yeah, that's. <laughs> well, he died in that, and they brought him <clears throat> back to life. They also killed off. Um, what? Yeah, legends of tomorrow. There's uh, no part of this that makes any kind of sense. Wow. Yeah, they, they this, have a villain I, problem. I, 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 wow. For sure. I'm sad. 
I liked I liked <laughs> Captain Cold the Heat Wave. And now now like they've forever for the past three seasons they have been like trying to not make Caitlyn Snow become Killer Frost, and she finally became Killer Frost. And I feel like at the end of the season they're gonna reverse it. And I fucking hate that because Killer Frost is one of the best Flash villains. How did she? Well, have you seen Killer Frost in the Flash before? Uh, yeah. Like, no, I meant like in this TV show, not in the universe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, how did she do? Because she she's such well as Killer Frost. She's like such an adorable, cute little like girl next door type thing that I have a problem seeing her as like a villain. No, so they definitely, they definitely fix that when, like, she becomes Killer Frost. Cool. Okay. So at least they did that right, kind of, but not really, because they felt like, apparently. But, like, this Killer Frost now is, like, struggling between wanting to be good and wanting to be Oh, evil. get out of like, here! Play a villain for, fucking like... fucking kill someone. Ugh! <laughs> they should have made Captain Cold, like, a seasoned villain, like, all of season two or something. I don't know. They should have just... Oh, yeah, and that's the other shit. Next episode, guess what? Barry teams up with Captain Cold. No. Like, it's cool that they teamed up, and, like, when they first did the whole tease, that, like, oh, they're gonna have an understanding. Captain Cold might be, like, a good guy for a while. That's cool, but, like, eh, for longevity reasons. Like, they have enough heroes in the CW town, you know? They, they need more villains. Good villains. And so, I mean... They should have did a whole season with Captain Cold. They they shouldn't have killed Eobard Eobard Thorn. They should have made Eobard Thorn um, Harrison Wells, honestly, and not make it like a different actor taking his face because Harrison Wells is like the best character on that show. Yeah. Um, they should have had him like after, they should have found out about him at the end of season one, beat him temporarily. Even they could even have the dude like try to erase him, but then he's just like I don't I don't care. I'm I'm too fast for for time and he just escapes from being paradoxed out of existence well my problem with this is that it doesn't seem to stop here because there's rumors that next season is going to be about the black flash no no too many speedsters i don't know i don't know I'm, i'm starting to like little by little not like the Flash as much as I used to. Yeah, Flash used to be my favorite thing, like on TV, honestly, for a while there. And I think I still think season one is probably like the best thing that they've done. In it was so good. Season one was like amazing, especially with the Harrison Wells stuff. And so, like, but that was the problem. They they saw what was good about it, and they tried to like like it was just a mystery that like the person closest to them was the villain. And they held on to that and decided to try that for two more seasons. And just keep doing it, like... It's like it's just gonna get old. <clears throat> diminishing returns. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I haven't watched Flash in, like, a couple seasons. Like, I I was a little bit excited about the Flashpoint stuff, but then they didn't really, like, lean into that enough. And so, I was just like, whatever. I'm over it. I do want to see the, the, the musical episode, though. I have that on my DVR. I want to watch that eventually. That is a really good episode. Yeah. I do have to say that. Um, I'm gonna go back and watch that one at some point, but yeah, bummer, bummer. Yeah, pick up your slack. Arrow's doing good. Yeah, Arrow's all Arrow's... like what season seven, six, I lose five, 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 uh, four, five, five. I, I, I like. Season. I have so much TV to catch up. Like, I heard like 
Rachel Ghoul was a villain, and they're trying to bring in Talia into it. Or yeah, yeah they wanna they wanna do Talia. Uh, well, they brought her in for a little while. Talia trained the newest villain of Arrow. Mm. And like so, okay. Is is Nissa Nissa Al Ghul or Nissa Racco? She still around? Uh, Nissa's around, but not so much. Mm. Okay. Is Talia still going crazy? That's his sister, right? No, that's uh, Thea. Thea! She was the one that was going nuts when I left that show. Yeah, she kind of chilled out on it. That was like right after they brought her back from the Lazarus pit, right? Right, and that's how they figured out that something else was wrong with Sarah? Yeah. Before she became part of Legends of Tomorrow. She was going a little wacko. Yeah. And then they had to like, I don't know, they did some shit where they had to like, Got their soul or some shit. It was some weird shit. Yeah, but that's when they brought in Constantine, right? Yeah, that's when they brought in Constantine. Mm-hmm. Bring back the show. Uh. I never saw Yeah, see, it. Arrow's done so much and, like, different crossovers with different shows. And I feel like with with uh, Flash, it's just, like, Supergirl crossover. That's it. Yeah, didn't they have a musical episode, too? Yeah, Stan was just talking about that. Yeah, because what's his face was in uh, Glee. So was they were all uh, in Glee. Yeah, they were. They were Supergirl all in Glee. was Grant Gustin was. Oh right, and the villain for that episode was Darren. Yeah, Chris, yeah, they were all in Glee. Oh, it was a little me Glee, mini Glee family reunion. How cute. Basically. But yeah, that's basically my topic. Bum, bum, bum. Flash, Flash needs to uh, get their shit together. Yeah, and stop doing speedster <laughs> villains. You have the Just Ice League. Why not use them? <laughs> Whatever happened to... There's only two people. Just use it. Whatever happened to the giant gorilla? Grodd? Did they kill him off? <laughs> no, he's or not Or is he done. still there? He's like prisoner of another universe or some shit. Grodd could have been a whole another season. Come on. Mm. Grodd could have been an entire season. Exactly. Captain How many episodes Grodd? did they spend on Grodd? Uh... Two, like or three? two or three? Yeah, that doesn't. They should have. They should have made Grod episodes? like the Lex Luthor. At least a good five Grod episodes. They, sh- they should have made Grod the Lex Luthor or Kingpin of like the Flash, where he's like a gorilla, but he's also a businessman. <laughs> he's like in, in, a, in, a, in a suit and like business gorilla. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Mm. Just like Kingpin of crime in the Flash universe, just a gorilla in like a tuxedo, like I a just, white what? white dinner coat. A martini oh, glass, cigar. <laughs> just, <laughs> I I just want Netflix Kingpin and and Grodd to like sit down and have a nice chat <laughs> about their universes. <sighs> so Andy, bring us in. Comic book pulls. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So we got Flash. Uh, what is your twenty two? No, it's button four. Flash twenty two. I think it is twenty two. Yeah. That is the fourth part of the button. The final part. Dun, dun, dun. The final button. The final button. <laughs> I thought it was a five part on. No, it's four. Batman. Uh, Batman twenty three starts. Um, a new, a new arc that I don't know anything about, but it's called the Brave and the Mold. Yeah, Swamp Thing. What? Swamp Thing returns to Batman. <laughs> okay, comics, there you go. Which is that's, really that's, awesome. That's starting right <laughs> after. I, I approve. Um. But holy shit, like Stan and I talked about everything up to part three in the last episode of the button arc. 
It's so good. I cannot yeah, wait. wait. So we're definitely gonna have to do a debrief in like the next episode that we do. I feel like this issue has to like it has to be a big issue. Yeah, they have. They have to like have a lot of explaining, and depending on who Doctor Manhattan or if Doctor Manhattan is gonna become a villain, like I might have to start following Flash or Batman, or when they do another crossover. Yeah, I they're definitely gonna. They have to do something to set up like whatever is gonna happen, you know. So that's I'm fully expecting some. Maybe not all the answers at the end of this one, but, like, definitely, like, a direction to point towards so that we know, like, when everything's going to actually come to head. Because I feel like this is, this is, like, more setup for the actual, like, we're going to get some answers, but I don't think they're, I think they're saving it for, like, a, maybe a probably massive, like, crossover. Well, yeah, because all of these, all of these, uh, button issues have been, like, just more questions and no answers. And then you have the Titans, which has Wally West back again, and then that's still continuing on, like, their own their own investigation about what's going on with the world, and so, yeah, it's it's more than just here, Crazy so just, I have to, we have to see what's gonna happen. But we'll definitely talk about it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Cool. Uh, so what are your polls, Chris? Oh yeah, so, Flash 22, uh, cause the button arc is so good, um, Stan mentioned it also. Uh, Batman 23. Uh, so Swamp Thing comes back. Uh, Swamp Thing and Batman, they have a really cool history. Um, it started off with... Well, I guess one of the most iconic ones was Alan Moore's run on Swamp Thing. Um, I forget the issue, uh, but, uh, but Swamp Thing goes to the Gotham City um, because his wife gets... Um, arrested by the police because at the at the time there was a like a anti metahuman law against dating like normal people uh and the, this overzealous mayor just just made the wrong decision so swamp thing basically turned all of gotham city into a jungle and it was awesome so i highly recommend that um and i just i just love anytime swamp thing and batman team up or start beating each other up so um really excited to see that especially since this is a dc rebirth so this i think will technically be swamp thing's first appearance in this universe so i'm really excited about that for my last pool uh this really escaped my attention which i'm really sad about but uh super suns has apparently been going on uh i dropped off my radar super suns number four comes out this week so i have to catch up on all those issues and this one's for Ryan. American Gods has been adapted into a comic book called What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called What? It's called it's by Dark Horse, American Gods Shadows, uh written by Neil Gaiman and some other Of course it's written by Neil Um and like uh the the other team or other parts of the team's Craig Russell and Scott Hampton. They're on issue three right now. Um, so it's a recre a retelling of the story. I don't know if there's any or it's more skewed towards the the tr- the show adaptation or the book or it's just its own spin off. But uh, issue three comes out this week, so you should check it out, Ryan. I plan on it. <laughs> those are my pools. Cool. 
Awesome. Well, that's a good segue into Ryan's topic. American Gods, I'm sorry, I don't give a shit if you fuckers get tired of listening to this. I'm going to be talking about it until the show is over, which apparently is never going to happen because Brian Fuller and Neil Gaiman are already talking about American Gods Season 2. That happened. I'm fucking stoked. My And I know I shouldn't be, like, concerned about this, but I kind of am. Um, there's a lot of articles that have been popping up saying, with the success of American Gods, what this might mean for a potential Sandman TV show with the same people. And I know I had the same reaction to American Gods that I'm having to Sandman, but I don't think we're ready for a Sandman TV series. I think American Gods was right for the climate we're in right now, but I don't know if everyone's ready for a Sandman TV show. Because it's just way out there. Well, I mean, Sandman has Sandman has a crazy cult following, and it does. And I think. I think it would do well. I mean, especially. I mean, I'm not saying it won't do well. I just potentially got some Spider-Man cameos. (laughs) What? That was a joke. (laughs) Wait, what? Uh, Andy made a silly Spider-Man joke. Spider-Man villain. So. Uh, (laughs) Uh, We broke Ryan again. (laughs) Why do you hurt me? (laughs) Um, I'm also wearing my Amazing Spider-Man T-shirt, so that works. Oh hell yeah! I, I, Chris, I know you don't, or you didn't get like too far into episode two, so I'm not gonna get too far into it either. I was, I went through halfway through, but uh, you were like halfway through. Okay, so I had this discussion with a friend of mine who read the book, who's been watching the show, and she's really upset that they haven't fully introduced Shadow's wife and the part that she's gonna play in all of this. Well, that's gonna be like a huge like plot twist for people who haven't read the book I think so well I'm not gonna ruin anything what I am because if you've read this far in the book she's already like been there and been very present and she's not there in the TV series and the reason why and I only know this because um I saw Neil Gaiman live when he was talking about Norse mythology so he started talking a little bit about American Gods and he was saying how part of the reason why he loves this series so much is he gets to do things with the series that you can't always do with a book so the reason why we haven't seen so much of his wife is because she's going to get her own episode So you're going to get things that we got in the book. You're going to get things that we didn't get in the book. And it is apparently Neil's favorite episode. So that's why she hasn't been this giant presence just yet. Because she's going to get her own episode introduction. So we have to wait till next week to get Laura's episode. But we're going to get her full thing. So everyone just hang in there. Um, But yeah. The best thing I think I can address about last week's episode was Mr. Nancy's intro, the way they started off the show. Yeah, that it was that was mesmerizing. It was so and like fucking intense. Who who was that actor? Like whatever stuff has, has he done? That's Orlando Jones. Oh, that's the guy. Snap. Yeah, that's Orlando Jones. Uh, 
his Mr. Nancy was terrifying and hypnotizing. They're just hitting every note in this show so far. What they're doing is brilliant. I can't, I still can't say anything bad about it. Not that I'm waiting to say anything bad about it, but, you know. <clears throat> yeah, but wait till they introduce the speedster character the next season. That's oh, going yeah. to And then they 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 do a future like flash forward dystopian uh, continuity, well, I mean... and and then and they have to reboot it, and then make a separate timeline, and. Oh and God. the villain, and then the villain becomes the main character, yeah. and then they bring in Dark Phoenix <laughs> too early, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, and Dark then Phoenix Shadow puts on the Deadpool costume. Oh then, no, 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 and then, no! Spider Man gets the Venom suit, <laughs> and, then the, yeah! and then the gunslinger shows up in the end, and he's like, "Here I am, I shoot a boy," and then he just like shoots oh, somebody. Oh, come on! Yeah. And then oh. Punisher comes in and murders everyone and goes home. And, and then the Iron secret- Fist is like really bad for no reason. It's like, the hell's... What? And then Doctor Doom becomes the new Iron Man. <laughs> You're like, what the And fuck? then in season three, they bring Willem Dafoe and then he saves the whole thing. And then it's, like, it's great. What is with you guys and casting William Dafoe in <laughs> He is so good. Just- no, <laughs> poor life decisions. I don't know anything about American Gods, so I can't even do, like, a joke of, like, what William Dafoe would say. He wouldn't say anything because he wouldn't be in it. Well, he, no, Willem Dafoe, Willem Dafoe, and this is a reshoot of episode two, so Mr. Nancy is going through his speech, and who else? And then Willem Dafoe just walks up, Spidey! And then, and then (laughs) Mr. Nancy, like, turns into a spider, and he's all confused, and then the ship goes on fire, and then Willem Dafoe, before Mr. Nancy can get off the boat... Willem Dafoe smashes him. No, play. so like in the last episode of this season, like all the all the gods get together to the to the hall of gods or wherever the hell that their their Justice League place is called, and they they come in and they turn on the lights and like uh, the god of fast food like walks in and he's like, okay, like here, what? Why is the door unlocked? And they get to the table and like there's that big round table where all the American gods sit down, and at the front of the table is Willem Dafoe, and he just he just looks at this like there's like shadow over his face, like Shadow Dio, oh but then the shadow goes away, and you see it's Willem Dafoe, and he's he's like wearing a suit, and he's just like. Willem Dafoe, and then it just ends. <laughs> this credits. Oh my god, you're killing Done. Done. Oh my god. Uh, and you don't know if he's like if he's like the villain or if he like bought the American gods or like if he's like. I don't know what I'm gonna do with these. If he's like he he's playing like Neil Gaiman and he's like the actual he's like the god of everything and. Oh my god. <laughs> I approve. Did you actually get to Gillian Anderson's part? Oh, not yet. Like the uh, the part I I got to, well, I was most conscious about of. Um, oh God! Uh, Shadow <laughs> Shadow was like repacking his house, and then and it, oh, and it goes it goes to the phone, okay. and 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 then and then you haven't even gotten to Jillian. So Jillian Anderson, bless that woman, and all of her and her amazingness. She's in American Gods, and she plays a character called Media. So her introduction is the wackiest thing I think I've seen, but it makes sense within the universe. Uh, I, yeah, just, 
Yeah. Okay. It's un it's unfucking forgettable. So you have to like go back. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch all it. All of that. I'm gonna rewatch it as soon as we as soon as we wrap. So it'll be good. And then episode three airs tonight. Well, would have aired tonight at nine o'clock. I'm very excited. Uh, have you guys ever seen Murder She Wrote? Yes. So you know, in the beginning of every episode, it's like she's at the typewriter and she's like typing stuff out. Yeah. Like so, if Willem Dafoe plays Neil Gaiman, every every oh, episode, no! every episode of American no! God starts with Willem Dafoe at the typewriter and with like a like a cigarette, like smoking in the ashtray, and he's just like, "I wonder what my American Gods will do today." He's like, and then he just go into like the episode. You're really hurting me right now. And now yeah. when it's like when it's fading into the show, the last thing Willem Dafoe says is "spicy." <laughs> Yes. Uh, no, no, no. The last thing he should say is like he's at the round table and he's like, "It was a firefight!" And he starts shooting the gun in the air and starts <laughs> capping all the gods. Credits. Oh, okay. On that note, happy Mother's <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. From our from our favorite mother, Willem Dafoe. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I'm done. Uh, I think that's the best <laughs> best way we could we could end this episode. <laughs> that was episode one twelve. The Super Willem Defoe <laughs> Super Willem Defoe <laughs> Extravaganza. Oh, God. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Tumblr, all that good shit at Super Nerd Pals. Uh, Facebook, go ahead, Stanley. Facebook.com slash group slash SuperNerdPals. You can find me on Twitter at SweetJustice1. You can find me on Twitter at the underscore red underscore horror. You can find me on Twitter at Kyo Ninja for Hire. That's K-Y-O, Ninja for Hire. You can find me on Twitter at Stan Doom. Doom! Doom! And you can find Willem Dafoe on Twitter at The American God. Oh, you get can. out of here! <laughs> you can, but you should. Oh, I don't even know. Does he have social media? Is, is Willem Dafoe on the internet? Let's find out. Is he the internet? He is the internet. Are logging into Willem Dafoe every day? Willem Dafoe is Mr. World. <laughs> no, he is not. <laughs> he should be. No, he shouldn't be. Who they picked for Mr. World is perfect. But Willem Dafoe is perfect. No, <laughs> William no, Dafoe is not perfect. Dafoe, so it's not perfect. Get out of here. Ryan, why are you so set against Willem Dafoe? He is our because Lord and Savior. It's overkill already. No, he, he is, is not our the Lord American and Savior. God. No, he is not. I just I started watching Spider-Man 1 last week and and I got I got to the point where Willem Dafoe's character, um, Norman Osborne, is introduced and like he drives up to the to the science center with with Harry Osborn, and I just I had to stop watching the movie because it was too good. <laughs> it was just I couldn't I couldn't handle it anymore. I was just like I can't watch anymore because it's too perfect. So, so Willem Dafoe, to- if you're listening to this, please come onto the podcast. This is a special guest, we love you. Willem Dafoe does not have a Twitter account. Well, he calls Spider Man out on his bullshit with like, "Oh, Peter, you're bleeding. How did that happen?" <laughs> I gotta, I gotta rewatch like, that whole movie. He knew he was Spider Man the whole time. It was great. Willem Dafoe for president. <laughs> now that I will get behind this. This podcast is a mistake. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> no, 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 no. Turn of news, actually. Um, 
The Rock actually said that it's possible that he might run for president. Yeah, I read that's that. That's who has my fucking vote, man. Okay, guys, we were saying bye. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were doing. <laughs> uh, d- Thank you, guys. Please <laughs> like, rate, and subscribe. Tell your friends. Don't tell them about the Willem Dafoe stuff. Let that be a surprise. Let that come organically. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, Willem Dafoe. You thought this was a real show? Psych, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Instead of a Rick roll, can we have a William Defoe roll? Just for like, we should find like his best line. What just what is yeah. his best line? I don't know. Spidey. That's homework. We got to find the best uh, lines. Tune in Defoe. next time. We'll find out. Episode one thirteen. I'm so I'm yeah. I'm sorry if you're listening and, and this woman the foe shit does like not make any sense to you and it's not funny, but like we can't stop at this point. <laughs> He's, like, in our blood. He's, like, the symbiote costume. Okay, he might be in your blood. He's not in my blood. Calm down, guys. He's in, He's in everybody's blood. <laughs> He's William Defoe. Oh, God. Okay. You, you, Ryan, are just trying to deny the William Defoe in your blood. But you have to accept it and embrace it. <laughs> no. There's too much going on here already. I can't have room for that. I don't have room for that. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you. Li- thank you for listening to the Defoe cast, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs> oh, man. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for still listening. Please don't leave. Come back for 113. I promise it'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> Spidey! Spidey! Uh, I want to press stop record. We're, we're never going to stop. I already did. I watch watch Anime is Weird episode fly. one. You will understand. Yeah! That's the origins of all this. Peace. Thanks for listening.